Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 194 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and thanks for tuning in. Going to be jumping into the tips for round 22 here in just a moment. Going to be joined by Mick Aussie again this week. Now, folks, remember, if you uh, would like to have your local footy club get a shout-out during an upcoming episode, drop me a note on my socials. You can find links to all of those over on my website, yankonthefooty.com. I do love highlighting the clubs. I do love learning about the geography of where these clubs are in comparison to other ones. It's, it's, it's a great learning experience for me. And, folks, I do also hope you'll check out uh, episode 186 if you have not done so. It's a short episode. I pay tribute to uh, a dear loved one who would passed away, and that was over a month ago now. But uh, I'm also trying to do a little project for my mom who's going to be having her 80th birthday and trying to get cards from all over the world. If you're interested in doing that, the information is there. Uh, it's in the show notes for this episode as well. And uh, love if you could help out with that. We've actually got two now, so... And today's Club of the Episode is being sponsored by MickAussie.tv, and MickAussie.tv is run by Kim Harrison, or as we know him here in the U.S. and in North America and Canada as uh, Mick Aussie. His name's Kim Harrison, as I'd mentioned. Uh, Mick spent the last couple decades running his sports comedy channel, uh, talking about the NFL, footy, of course, the Canadian Football League, which he absolutely loves. Uh, he spends a lot of time on Sports Grid TV with Gabe Morenci. Happy birthday, Gabe. I say you had one just recently. And the club of the episode for this week is the Midi United Mountain Men. They're also known as the Blues. But Midi United plays in the Talangata and District Football League. And the club plays their games at the Sports Recreation Reserve in Exdale, Eskdale, excuse me, Victoria. And the Mountain Men will be closing out their 2022 fixture on the 20th, facing off against Wagunya, the Wagunya Lions. And it looks like they're having a pretty big party after the game. So hopefully you get a win, and hopefully you go ahead and have a fantastic party afterwards as well. And again, the club of the episode being sponsored by MickAussie.tv. Mick, thanks so very much, man. Remember, folks, you can find everything related to the podcast over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. All of the links to my socials. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, they're all there. My email address is a yankonthefooty at gmail.com. I do hope you'll get on the mailing list over there on my website. I do hope you'll consider uh, subscribing. If you love the show, if you want to leave a review, that'd be fantastic. That's a huge help. And don't forget, I'm always looking for great guests. So if you have a terrific story about footy, if you've got some aspect of the game, or if you know a former player who has a great story to tell that, that wants to share their love of the game and, and what they did during the course of the, the, their career, by all means, please pass my information along to them or pass theirs along to me, and I would love to reach out and do that. I do episodes throughout the offseason as well because I'm not too up to speed on cricket and uh, I don't watch basketball or hockey here in the U.S. So let's take a look at the uh, games that are going to be available to us here in the United States this weekend. We've got four games that are going to be on on what we would call free cable television, if you will, on basic cable. Uh, these are coming from afana.com. And on uh, Fox Sports 1 at 5 a.m. on Saturday, Melbourne and Carlton. 
at 5.30 on Friday morning on FS2, St. Kilda and Brisbane. And then on FS2 at midnight on Saturday, Adelaide and North Melbourne. And on FS2 on Sunday at 1 a.m., Sydney and Collingwood. And if you're listening here in the U.S., make sure you set your DVR because three of those four games have finals implications. Six of those clubs are competing for finals. Five of them are in the eight right now, and St. Kilda is trying to get their way in. They're number nine right now. And Adelaide North Melbourne, there's a lot of great storylines there as well. We'll talk about Jason Horn Francis here in just a moment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am thrilled to welcome Mick back to the podcast. Mick, how you doing, man? Yeah, excellent, mate. And uh, as we talked about two weeks ago, big game of footy this Saturday in Toronto as the USA team is up to play Canada in what's called the 49th Parallel Cup. It's a great event. I've been to a few of them. All right, yeah, and I just saw that uh, Rick Shabani, who plays for the LA Dragons, just posted on his social media that that he's in Toronto for that. So I hope he has a fantastic weekend up there, a fantastic week, and uh, play some great footy and go USA. Well, obviously, I hope Canada wins, but I, I gotta I gotta pick USA. They got way more people down there, maybe slightly less affected with COVID because they were a bit stricter up here the last couple of years. But I did see Canada win the once and only time in Vancouver. But I'll predict the USA win by two to four goal. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, um, while we were sleeping, you know, because it's uh, about 7.20 where you are right now, uh, while we were sleeping, the the marathon tribunal to – to re-adjudicate Patrick Cripps's two-game ban uh, finished. And what's interesting is it, it, it only took a few minutes longer than it takes the Tigers to travel from Punt Road to get all the way to Marvel Stadium to play that occasional home game there across the <laughs> rock-infested river in the jungle and the desert and such. So, But Patty Cripps is going to be playing this weekend against Melbourne because the, they must have really good attorneys uh, with Carlton. So he's playing. It's amazing. Wow. All those rich people involved with the Carlton Blue Baggers must have called their lawyers and what was it? Nearly as bad as a Supreme Court case. Gets a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? Like it's only a game of footy, really. And all these cases and going to court or or tribunals, whatever. Ah, you know what? He did get him high, but it's kind of part of football too, so yeah, I'm not I, gonna give my opinion too much. Yeah, and I, I just I, I I mentioned to somebody online and I'm waiting to hear you hear back from that. I said you know, I said it kind of makes that Tom Stewart hit on uh Dion Prestia maybe not quite as bad as it looked initially since he got four games for that. Absolutely. Yeah. You could kind of compare them in some ways. I mean, Absolutely. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's going to be big talk in Melbourne. Well, at least they'll stop talking about the Crows camp, maybe. There you go. It's it's a good thing that the Cats won all four of those games because had they, you know, dropped out of the four because of one of those, I'd be, I'd be pretty salty about that. So, um, another week, another Josh Kennedy retiring from football. Um, you know, that, you know, Sydney's Josh Kennedy, who's been banged up this year, uh, is stepping away from the game. You know, another fantastic career. Uh, ben Cunnington is back with the Ruse this week after his health issues that he's been battling. It's great to see him get back into a, an AFL game. We've got nine games, still quite a few of them that are uh, 
that are having a, uh, a say-so in terms of what's going to be happening in the final eight. So you ready to dive in? Yeah, sure. All righty. Well, the first game this weekend, uh, we've got at Marvel Stadium. And Marvel Stadium has got three games this weekend. Uh, St. Kilda is hosting Brisbane. And uh, I'm trying to get my screen to expand a little bit here. Uh, Brisbane's bringing in Jack Payne and Jackson Pryor. Uh, Kalamachi is, of course, out with the, uh, the concussion. Marcus Adams out. Mitch Robinson's been managed. Jack Payne, like I said, Jack Payne and Jackson Pryor are in. Uh, Daniel Hanaberry being managed. Josh Battle injured. Zach Jones omitted. Jared Leinard. Isaiah Wangany Malera back in for the Saints. This is a game that I think you know, both of these clubs need to win for different reasons. But uh, what are you thinking on this one? Well, I'm not sure if I like it when I see a player is managed. Like it does occur with, say, Selwood or Dangerfield. The players are getting older. But Dan Hanbury, oh, my God, what a sadly bad recruit. He's always injured. Mm-hmm. Wish him well. Lions, yeah, they did destroy the Blues, didn't they? I like the Lions to win. I think the Saints are gone. They're only half a game out of the finals. But you never know. They're one of those teams that can get up and surprise you when you least expect it. But yeah, right, they right. didn't really perform against your mob down there at GMHBA, Cat, the Cattery, last week. Lions to win. They're favoured by about nine and a half. Yeah, probably a bit more than that. I'm actually going with the Saints in this one because I, I'm not convinced, you know, uh, you know Brisbane, had, you know, they, they, they blew that game against Richmond a couple of weeks ago. And last week they almost gave, a ga- gave the game away from Car- to Carlton. They, they, they were up 50-some points and got it down to 50, to I think 15. I've got them winning it by eight points here. I'm, I, I just think St. Kilda at home, you know, Brisbane, Brisbane needs to stiffen their spine a little bit, I think. They, they, they don't play terribly tough football i mean is, is it possible to play footy passively because it's sometimes how it looks to me with brisbane and, and if they if they play tougher then brisbane's going to win this but if they don't i think st kilda can do this and, and keep their finals hopes alive well it's so much so much of football like any sport is mental right and right you said before i think the lions aren't as mentally or killer instinct as tough as some of the real good teams i hope they do but you could be right. Imagine if the Saints win. Well, then that will really, really stir up the final eight for the last week. Oh, it's, it, it is definitely going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Then we head back to Marvel. The second game of the weekend is also being played at Marvel. So hopefully the grass has got a little bit of time to, to cool down. Uh, you got the Bulldogs hosting GWS. And GWS has got Callum Brown coming in. Jake Stein's mm-hmm. coming in. Braden Pruce is injured. James Peatling injured. And Toby Green is injured. Uh, Alex Keith omitted, Josh Bruce managed, Riley Garcia omitted, uh, Toby McLean's their meta sub, Lockie Hunter, Ryan Gardner, and Stefan Martin are back in. I, you know, the Bulldogs, they really need to win both of these games to finish out the season to get into finals. And, and this is, I think, this is a club that I actually picked to be in the uh, grand final. So I'm still, you know, kind of holding out hope that might get my grand final pick right there so i'm going with the bulldogs to win this one by about 13 points and quite frankly gws no toby green it's just a continuation of how the season started for them they, they don't have their spark plug <clears throat> yeah i know they're up and down and then they am i right they, yeah they beat the bombers oh my god my tips were a bit rough last week and this is <laughs> one i missed out on they beat the bombers 
Hogan's heroes, hey, Jesse Hogan, he's doing all right there at the Giants and good on him because he was a little bit troubled in his past couple of clubs. But we know the off-field stuff gets exaggerated these days. Dogs, they're favoured by 30. Is that right? That seems too much. I think the Giants will get closer than that. But a good story. The number two pick, Sam Darcy, the son of Luke Darcy, who was a very good player. For the Western Bulldogs, he made his debut last week. He's 207.5 centimetres. That's tall. Might you remember his grandfather playing for South South Adelaide in the SANFL. So some good pedigree there of Sam Darcy. I like the dogs to win, but I think the Giants will get closer than 30 points. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that far. You, you know what that means if you remember his grandfather playing, don't you? That means you're, <laughs> that means you're old. Uh, no, it means I started <laughs> watching football when I was three years old, man. There you go. Okay. That, that's, I think those are, we're basically looking at the same coin from two different sides there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I remember my first uh, NFL game. I think that was 1970 or 71 that I went to it. So it's been a while. Yeah. San Diego and Kansas City. And now we are heading to the Adelaide Oval. We're heading to South Australia where the Crows are hosting North Melbourne. And yeah, this is the other thing that I've seen on Twitter today as, I, as I'm jotting down some notes here. Um, you know, the Crows are, are 15th on the ladder. Of course, North Melbourne has likely, uh, you know, set up the spot on the mantelpiece for their second in a row wooden spoon. Uh, Riley, uh, Phil Thorpe and Tom Duday are back in. Uh, ben Davis is a Medisub. Elliot Himmelberg omitted. Will Hamill injured. Lynn Perez, the Medisub. Hugh Grinwood admitted. Josh Walker omitted. And Jason Horn Francis, on his first opportunity to go back to South Australia, is omitted and not <laughs> even listed as an emergency for the club in this game. <laughs> ben Mackay back in. Jackson Archer back in. And Ben Cunting- Cunnington back in as well. So. I, I that Jason Horn Francis thing, not even being listed as an emergency, is just like wow. That I see that, but then when you just said that he can't go back to South Australia, maybe they're going to make him stay in Melbourne. Wow, he's looking like he's going to be out of the ruse next year. Who knows? Hopefully, he's at the Crows. I had him close to the All Australian team when we talked about six weeks ago. But I see one of your favorite boys, Tom Doherty. Doherty, he's back in. Doesn't he talk to you on Twitter? Yeah, occasionally. I've traded messages with him, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, the Crows, they got up and had a good win against the Eagles over there in Perth. And Darcy Fogarty, well, I've got to uh, bite my tongue on that. He has come real good. Three goals in the last quarter. Great win by the Crows because it's tough to win over there in Perth, especially with Josh Kennedy in his final game, kicking eight goals. The 31.5 favourites, and the Crows will win. Yeah, probably by about that much. Yeah, I've got the Crows winning this one by, I I mean, I've got it down by by 11 points. I think that the the Roos are going to be inspired having Ben Cunnington back out there. I think they're going to play, a, you know, a, a good game. This, I think it's going to be an entertaining game because they're too – Two clubs that are that don't really have a whole lot to play for, other than you know you're kind of playing for your job next year, whether it's with the, with your current club or with somebody else, or you don't get to be on the plane. Uh, in the case of a uh, young Mister Horn Francis, um, 
I, I, I find that mind boggling that you don't put your, you don't have your number one pick out there. I mean, are they, are they afraid that he's just going to, you know, run out of the grounds and run home and like, you know, chain himself to the radiator and say, I'm not going back to Victoria. I mean, what, <laughs> what are they thinking here? Well, personally, I can't blame him for wanting to go back to Adelaide, yeah. but that's just my opinion. Yeah. No, I, know. I, yeah I mean, I, I get it. It's just, it's, it's, I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't quite understand their, uh, their situation there. Yeah. All right. Then we head off to Metricon and uh, Gold Coast sitting at number 11 hosts Geelong, who is uh, sitting at the top of the ladder right now. Uh, Sam Day and Sam Flanders are in for Gold Coast. Jeremy Sharp omitted. Nick Holman admitted. Rory Atkins, the Medisub. Gary Rowan, Joel Selwood, Mark Blitzavs, and Patty Dangerfield back in for the Cats. Isaac Smith being managed. Luke Dollhouse being omitted. He'll probably find a way back in anyway. Uh, Mitch Duncan being managed, Mark O'Connor being managed, and Jonathan Segler being the meta sub, and it's Zach Guthrie's 50th game. And and, and I, I, Zach Guthrie has been kind of the whipping boy for mm-hmm. for cat supporters for a long time. But I'll tell you what, that young man has has grown into his position and is is playing some terrific football. I'm I'm thrilled with what he's with what he's doing, and I, I'm 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 ecstatic to see him grow into the job that he's got there. Um, some fine tuning, I think, going on for the Cats here, and and the Suns. I don't want to discount what they've done this year because I'm I'm going to say it right now, and I said this a couple of years ago when I said that the that the Dockers are going to play finals. I think that the Suns are playing finals next year if health goes. But I'm going to go with the Cats to win this one by about a little more than two goals. Yes, I agree. You know, look at the luxury that the Cats have right now. Those people you mentioned are managed. I believe that's legitimate managed, not just when the clubs are scared to say someone's omitted because of Mm -hmm. who they are. Isaac Smith, or what? he's in his 30s. He came across from the Hawks. He's a good player. I really like him. Dangerfield, Rowan, Selwood, Blickards. Wow, that's some big ins. Yeah, I think the Cats will win their favour by 20, probably a little bit more. Suns have been good. We were both hoping they would make the eight, but they lost to the Hawks down there in Tasmania. Got that one right, but I wasn't sure. Cats looking really good, mate, on top of the ladder on 64 points, one game clear. I think they'll stay that one game clear and win by a little bit more than 20. Yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna, I think it'll be a good contest. I think it's going to be, you know, a good challenge for the Cats' defensive structure with with Mobby Archol and Levi Casbolt because that's that's two, you know, solid forwards up there, and you know, and Rankin in there as well. Just as yeah, you know, and and it sounds like that maybe the the Adelaide thing is not quite a done deal. Uh, so, you know, it sounds like the Suns are still making a big push to try to to keep him uh, keep him on the Gold Coast there. We shall yeah, see. well, a- a- Andrew Jarman, the former Crows player who uh, hosts a radio show in Adelaide, very funny show, a lot of AFL. I kind of agree with him. Like, I wouldn't be paying 800000 for a small forward. Like, he is a good player and shows mm-hmm. a lot of upside, but that sort of money, you got to try and get a good midfielder that's probably experienced. So I agree with Jarman, a bit too much to pay for that guy. But he's good. He's all right. He's one of your favorites, I think. No, I love watching him play. I think he's a very, very, very exciting player. Yeah. And then we, then we head off to the. Uh, you know, I 
if you if you listen real closely, do you hear that phone ringing in the background? You hear that <laughs> phone call? That, that that's the warden calling. Mr. Cripps, your your execution has been stayed, sir. You are allowed to play the next. Well, you're allowed to play this week. We'll see what you do this week in terms of whether or not you get to play round twenty three. Meaning, he he better be really smart this week because you know if he if he does something this week that warrants a suspension, I think that I think the, the AFL is just going to go, don't bother. You're getting you're getting around you're getting around 23, and we're going to give you a couple rounds into you know into the 2023 season as well. And there goes your shot at a Brownlow this year and next year. So just go ahead and you know behave. Uh, you know the Blues have lost six out of nine. You know this is a team that started eight and two, and they they're really scuffling. Uh, could they could they be uh, inspired by the fact that he got this reprieve? Maybe. I think the D's are are going to be are going to be focused. You know there's a uh, Couple changes with uh, Carlton Liam Stockers back in, Mark Pitnett's back in, Patty Dow's omitted, Tom DeConing's omitted, and Will Setterfield's omitted. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the D's to win this one by 14. I think they're the better side right now. Uh, I just, I really just think that they're going to go ahead and and, uh, and and get this one. So I'm going with I'm going with Melbourne to take this one. Well, that is really a big story, Patrick Cripps, the suspension getting overturned. And like you said, the Brownlow, there's he's a chance for the Brownlow, which is, you know, the best and fairest player for the whole of the league. So big, big decision. Oh, I'd love to be listening to Melbourne radio. Well, we'll later on this afternoon will be there the morning go. time. Um, Demons are favoured by 20. And what a great ending that was against the Magpies last week. What a game. I think the Blues, you never know. They might get up and win, eh? But I'll tip the Demons to win. They're favoured by 20 and a half. I think the Blues might get closer than that and maybe even win. But the Demons are four and six in their last 10. We keep thinking they're great. Some right. weeks well, they that's, are, that's some true weeks too. they yeah. are. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're treading water. Uh, I, I, I just think that, I think that the, the, the D's best, is better than the, the Blues' best right now. If the D's play their best, I think they I think they win. I st- I still think that they're there's no reason to not think that they can't repeat and win the Premiership again this year. You know, granted, it'd be nice if they could find somebody else to kick gold. You know, besides Bailey Frisch, uh, you know, and the occasional picket goal. But uh, but yeah, until yeah. The- well- you're dead right, and uh, big Benny Brown back in. If he starts to hit form, well, they're on fire. But I think all of us kind of keep remembering that last quarter and a half again in the grand final and saw how dominant the Demons were. I think we keep thinking they're going to get back to that. Maybe they don't. That's a good point, yeah. Remember, I, I, I told you about uh, – um... And I'm just I'm just looking at my Twitter here as, as we're talking here. Yeah, I told you about how, how that the Stewart, you know, hit on Prestia was maybe a little excessive at number four. And one of the Tigers fans re- responded and said that tonight's idiotic appeals board chairperson would have let Stewart off, arguing that if Prestia hadn't been in the way and hadn't tapped on, tapped the ball on before Stewart got to the contest, that Stewart would have gotten to the ball. That's the kind of ridiculous logic that was used tonight. <laughs> I, it's it, yeah because. And just real quickly looking back at that, 
you know, for everything that the, that, the, that the comp is saying about wanting to do about protecting players and to try to take things out of the, the game that is to try to mitigate the possibility of concussions happening, this just took it and just threw it right the heck out the window and said, nah, it doesn't apply here. Well, it's a tricky one because right, right. people have grown up since little kids playing the game a certain way. And if you mm -hmm. go off the ball and someone's in the way, well, you do have to be more careful. And I can see the AFL's point of view because they're not wanting all these law case suit lawsuits in the future with concussions. But some of it's just part of the game and you're not right. going to get rid of all of it. You're just right. not going to. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's... Uh... It is. It's interesting. And then we head out to the uh, to Optus Stadium for the second meetup of Fremantle and West Coast this year. And West Coast is at, you know, sitting at number 17. Uh, they played some OK footy a little bit here and there, the, but certainly not enough to win very many games. Of course, just two. Fremantle is sitting at number six uh, with 54 points. Uh, Josh Kennedy's you know, final performance was terrific. Just watching him, you know, kick eight goals. And now, now people are saying, you know, that some of the Victorian clubs should try to talk him out of his retirement and bring him back. But, you know, from what I'm understanding, he's stepping aside because of knee issues. And I don't think your knee gets healthier just because you moved to a different state. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for Fremantle, uh, Liam Henry's the Medisub. Matthew Tabiner's injured. Sam Swakowski's back in. For the Eagles, a lot of changes again. Hugh Dixon is in, Jackson Nelson in, Josh Rotham in, Bailey Williams omitted, Josh Kennedy's being managed, uh, Tim Kelly suspended, and Willie Rioli is out for personal reasons. So what are you thinking on this one? Well, I uh, was quite shocked last week. I picked the dogs and the Dockers got up and beat them. So they're a, that's a big win last week. Rory Lobb, he was back in form. Sarong as well. And what a spread, 35 and a half point favorite. That might be the biggest ever spread that the Dockers against the Eagles in the uh, the Derby or the Derby, whatever they call it over there in Perth. Yeah, the Dockers will win this one, I think. And Kennedy, eh? fantastic. It even got the extra stutter step going there for a couple of goals. Yes, yes. But I did, I did hear him say on, I heard one of the guys say that when he drives home from a game, he feels like he could play again next year, but then he wakes up Monday morning and realizes his body's just so sore. So right, right. Great, yeah. great career. Dockers to win. Yeah, probably Eagles cover. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've got the Dockers winning this one by about three and a half goals. Yeah, I think just because it is the Derby that it's going to be competitive. Um, but you know, Fremantle, this is where that 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 draw that they had earlier in the year kind of works out for them because, you know, they're sitting at 54 points and, you know, you look at the ladder and, you know, ahead of them, you know, you've got Melbourne at three, Sydney at four, Brisbane at five, they're all sitting at 56 points. If those three sides were to all lose and Fremantle wins, Fremantle jumps up into the number three spot. Yes. You know, that quickly. So, I mean, it's, it's a, they, so they, they, in many ways, they, they're, they're kind of playing with, in, in, in kind of ways, they're kind of playing with house money with those extra two points there. It's not like they lost the game, but they've got those extra two points that, that might pay off for them. And the same thing with Richmond, because Richmond could have the same thing happen with them, you know, leapfrogging Carlton right now as well, because they're sitting two points behind Carlton. Yeah, you're right. Like uh, 
I actually kind of support the Dockers a little bit, even though I don't like their jerseys. <laughs> I like the coach. I like the style of play. They've been down for quite a few years. They're building up properly. So, yeah, if they can get those home finals and jump up near the top after round 23, that makes a big, big difference. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, uh, it certainly does. And, you know, of course, you know, the, the, you know, the clock is ticking on David Mundy's career as well. Um, you know, and I, and I, it would be great to see them actually get a, a, you know, if, if there's any way that, that Fremantle was able to play a home final game, that would be terrific to have him be able to play a home final game. Um, that'd be wonderful to see happen, but you know, Hey, if they finish fourth and the cats finish on top, yeah, I'd be completely fine with them playing the cats. Uh, I'd be okay with the MCG on that one. Uh, if, if need be then. Then we do head to the MCG, and you've got the number eight Richmond Tigers hosting the number 13 Hawthorne Hawks. Um, nobody out for Richmond, but Ivan Solo, Ryan Mansell, and Shane Edwards are in. Sam Butler's been omitted for Hawthorne. Liam Shields, Jackson Callow, Daniel Howe are all in, and Jack Saunders is debuting. Uh, Ivan Solo playing his 50th game. I thought he'd been around longer than that, but I guess I was wrong on that, and Jarman Impey playing game 150 for Hawthorne. You know, the Hawks have been a, a tough side for some people to play. They got the Cats earlier this year. Uh, but I think, I, I think that the, uh, you know, here we are, you know, the club that a lot of people were writing off as, as dead and buried earlier in the year. Here come the Tigers who won, you know, who won three out of four finals or three out of the last five that are sitting there just with their, their nail file, just sharpening their claws going, yeah, we might be in finals. Uh-huh. You don't want to play us, do you? I know I don't want to, I don't want my club to play the Tigers. I know that. I don't that's uh maybe it's just that black and gold color that yeah, you know, that's that Pittsburgh, you know, beat down that I've been used to taking for the last 20 years as a Browns fan that has got me feeling that way, but what are you thinking on this one? Oh, well, I love you said that about the Steelers because I'm a bit the same, mate. I grew up with Gaula South Lions and our arch rival were the Gaula Central's Tigers. Black and yellow. So uh -huh. the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the CFL is the only yep. black and gold team that I've ever liked. Well, you got to look at Tom Lynch up forward. He's really good. And Shea Bolton, what a star. He might be an outside chance for the Brownlow, actually. He's a beauty. He's so That's entertaining to watch. And they really did destroy the Port Adelaide Powers by 38 points as a six-point favourite. Hawks, yeah, they're rebuilding, obviously, aren't they? Uh, Tigers favoured by 19 and a half. I think they'll get that done by more than that. And sadly, it looks like the Tigers will probably make the eight and they might be dangerous as well once oh, I, the finals start. Yeah, because if, you know, the, way, the way finals are right now, you know, the, if, if it started today, the Tigers would be playing Brisbane. And one of those two clubs has a killer instinct and one of them does not. And I know it would be played at the, at the GABA, but I, I, if I would be thinking that if, if that was the game that was happening in the elimination final, I think Richmond would win that one. I do, I really do. Yeah. Well, and what about the tattooed man, Dustin Martin? Is he coming back? We're not sure, but they get know. him back. Wow. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. I, I completely forgot about him. Yeah. Because we haven't seen him much this year. Uh, and speaking of him and supposedly, you know, I've heard rumblings about, you know, the Swans swapping out one 30 something year old superstar for another one. 
Um, but, you know, you got Sydney hosting Collingwood. Uh, Sydney's at number four at 56 points. Collingwood's at number two at 60 points. Of course, they have a very low percentage. Um, Callum Brown, Ollie Henry, and Will Kelly are in for Collingwood. Uh, Will Gould is debuting for Sydney. Peter Laddams is back in. James Bell back in. Braden Campbell. Ben Ronke is the Medi-Sub. And Isaac Heaney is playing game 150 for the Swans. What are you thinking there, sir? Oh, probably the game of the round, isn't it? Yeah, Swans yeah, are favored yeah. by Swans are favored by 14 and a half. Not sure if the SCG will suit the Magpies, but you gotta love the way they're playing straight through the middle. Mm-hmm. Not sure how Nathan Buckley be feeling right now after seeing his uh, magpies absolutely on fire. I think eleven in a row. To Goey, well, the troubled man, he's back in great form. Nick Dacos might make the All-Australian side. I am simply going for the Swans because it is in Sydney, a straight-out home-field pick here. Magpies should cover that 14-point spread and maybe even win. Oh, little Tommy Papley and Warner, they're good players. Heaney, fantastic player, one of my favourites, as you know. Game of the round, Swans just, I think. Yeah, I, I just think you know that with the with the SCG being you know from end to end being a shorter ground, and and, and I've only picked up on that by you know when you look at the the, the square at the midfield, you know that the square gets really close to the fifty meter arc on that ground as opposed to the other grounds you know, that that games are played on there. I think that's going to mitigate some of the uh, the speed of Collingwood because Collingwood is you know plays fast through the middle. And well, th- now they don't have as much distance to cover, but then neither does Sydney at this point in time. So they might be able to, you know, to clog the arteries a little bit more. I'm going with the Swans to win it by 11. I think you know, a home home game for them. They've won eight out of 10. Uh, the game's a sellout. I, I think this, I, you're right. This is going to be the game of the round. Uh, and I have to look and see what day this one is actually on here for us. But that's a, it's a 120 in the morning start for me. This is one I might stay up for. Uh, and just not sleep the next day very much. But yeah. Well, look at the ladder. Swans are one game behind the Magpies, but have way better percentage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Really, really crucial game. Yeah, it should be a beauty, shouldn't it? I mean, the Magpies could drop down. They could drop down to with a loss. They could drop to fifth if if everything fell right. Magpies could can drop out of the four with you know with a loss or two here but and then again their their season is you know they they don't have a very easy run home i mean the magpies have to finish up with it i'm let me go back to my list here i mean they're finishing up with the swans and carlton you know and carlton is gonna it's yeah round 23 is gonna be is gonna be tremendous because you know brisbane's got melbourne um you know richmond's got essendon so that's gonna be you know that's always a huge matchup you know, the cats have West Coast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just, just announcing it. I'm not saying, uh, I'm not, I didn't make the schedule. But, you know, again, West Coast last year was, was worthy of, uh, of that then. And we get to the last game of the round. And we got number 14, Essendon hosting number 12, Port Adelaide. And according to the reports online today from, uh, Port Adelaide team president David Cook, uh, Ken Hinckley will be back next year. 
on the uh, the Port Adelaide uh, sideline and in the coach's box that he's going to be back. Now, of course, you follow sports here in North America quite a bit. When whenever a coach gets a uh, like a, a little you know show of support or a, you know an affirmation from ownership and the general manager or the leader of the club going, "Hey, we're behind him." <laughs> <laughs> that, us- that usually means don't buy any green bananas because your butt's going to be out of there because <laughs> they're going to get rid of you. But, you know, again, these are two clubs. You know, you know Ben Rutten is, has kind of been in the same position because this is a club that that is tremendously underperformed this year as well with Essendon. Because I, you know, I, I think both of these clubs are better than the, where they are on the ladder. I really do. You know, you, you know, Port just got into that, got mired in that five-game losing streak to start the season and been digging out all year and, and Essendon. They've just been, they've been all over the map. They've played great footy. They've played terrible footy, but I think they're a better side than what their what their record says. Yeah, well, it's really a nothing game, isn't it? Yeah, nothing gonna have come well, from this. And it's speaking of that, then I didn't even mention who's in and who's out because I should have. Um, we do have one debutante. Uh, Port Adelaide is uh, debuting. Ali Lord, Bryn Teekle's been omitted. Robbie Gray being managed, so Robbie Gray's getting the week off. Jackson Mead, Mitch Georgiades back in, Todd Marshall back in. Where were you last week, sir? I lost my fantasy uh, playoff finals game because you weren't there and Tom Stewart had a terrible game too. Uh, Trent Dumont is in. Harrison Jones omitted, Will Stelling injured for uh, Essendon, Dylan Shield, Jai Caldwell, Nick Bryan, Tom Cutler, and Zach Reed back in. So a lot of changes. I'm going with the home club here. I'm going with Essendon to win this one by 10. Yeah, like I said, nothing really game, isn't it? Well, look at Todd Marshall, dead eye, eh? Him and Fogarty, probably the best two set shots, young kids. So, so I fan of Marshall after I used to diss him a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I'll tip the bombers. Don't care. Probably won't watch. Might watch a bit of it. <laughs> but here's a prediction for you. You're dead right about uh, Kenny Hinckley. He might be back. You don't believe them all the time. But a little bit of history, you probably know this, but Port Adelaide Magpies, before the power came in, uh-huh. massive tradition club, used to a lot of success. So it wouldn't surprise me at all that they come out with the money, get Alastair Clarkson, and Hinkley goes to North Melbourne. I don't know that. It's just a gut feel that something like that could happen because they're a tradition club. Mm-hmm. And I think a changing coach really might help that team because Hinkley's been there a long time. I yep. do like him, but you don't know, do you? Well, yeah. And, and you know, it, you know, there are, you know, there are what two job openings for sure right now, GWS and uh, North Melbourne are the two that are for sure open this year. Um, but there may be, a, there may be a club or two other, maybe port, you know, I, I, somebody had mentioned before that, you know, if, if, if Brisbane does not perform in the finals, that maybe, maybe they decide to take an, a look at somebody else to, uh, to come in and get, you know, Chris Fagan's club across the finish line and get it and get a premiership out of that side, because that, and we talked about it here that they're, they don't, play with a lot of you know always with a lot of you know sturdy backbone with Brisbane you know they're they're more of a, it's a violent game so I, I don't know if you can call it a finesse team but it just they seem to be more of a finesse team when they when they're playing and, and maybe I'm just reading that wrong but that's just what I that's just what I see 
Yeah, their history in the finals hasn't been too good the last few years, and I really do hope they change that this year. The, the star Lockie Neal in the middle, I think they they'll be okay. But you're right, they kind of underperforming a little bit. And the Bombers, how do we know they're not going to change coach as well? So there could be uh, three or four coaching jobs up for grabs. You never know. It's big business down there, True. as you know. Yeah, it's uh. And, you know, Clarko might be just be the guy to, to get Brisbane over the finish line. And or, Port Adelaide or, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. So, fine, sir. Where can people find Mick Aussie? And tell us what you got going on. Oh, you can find me driving around in Edmonton. <laughs> um, big CFL game here Saturday night. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the Watermelon Heads are in town to play the Edmonton Elks. So I'll be at that game doing another pick six video for them tomorrow, the Elks Club. So I'll have something in store there. Mikozzi.tv, M-Y-K-A-U-S-S-I-E.tv and Twitter, as you know. Yep. All right. It, and, uh, You've got stuff going on. They're playing tonight, as you said, right? No, it's Saturday night here. Oh, in you're Edmonton. doing the work with them tonight, though. You're doing some recording tonight. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow morning on the field of Commonwealth Stadium. And uh, then the show goes up about five hours before game time. And you can go on their app and enter to win a pick six competition and a nice prize. So it's good marketing, good promotion and a really good social media thing, which, as you know, is massive these days. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Yep. All right. And before we wrap up, you know, Mick, uh, you know, kind of a, a sad story um, out of Edmonton, your your uh, adopted home home city there now. Um, young man, a uh, little boy, quite frankly, who, you know, six years old, who'd been battling cancer for most of his life, was a huge Edmonton sports fan. I know he had had a... Uh, a terrific relationship with the Edmonton Oilers uh, hockey team in the NHL there. Uh, ben Stelter uh, passed away after his battle with cancer. I mean, he's, he's somebody who kind of galvanized that community and, and people cheering to you know, hope he would be able to beat this. Yeah, glad you brought that up. Edmonton is a very good community, a population of over a million people, and they do get behind stories like that. Seen the young fella on TV and in the news. Even one of the Calgary Flames players answered him back with a bit of fun online recently. So sad news. Hope he, hope things um, are okay with his family. But like I said, great uh, that the Oilers and the community gets behind. Stories like that are the very sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, rest in peace, Ben. You know, you, you fought a, a valiant battle. Um, and uh, you're going to be somebody that the that those young men that play for the Oilers are going to are going to long remember. Uh, so you've got one more round of footy, and unfortunately, with my work schedule being what it is, this is going to be probably the last time we get to do this this year at this time of the day. We may have you know because again, I have to go back and look at my announcing schedule as well. But I do have to say, man, this has been heck of a lot of fun sitting down with you and talking about games I, I i'm hoping we can continue to do this you know in the future uh round 23 it, it isn't going to happen because i'll be at work then because i actually have to which my wife will be thrilled about because i always catch grief because i'm a teacher and i don't have a job in the summertime 
now. I did I did for 20 <laughs> years and I haven't for the last few years. So uh, my job has been my garden and that sort of thing. So I, uh, in fact, I was getting text messages from work uh, while we were recording there about some textbooks that I was trying to purchase. But I've really enjoyed this, man. This has been a lot of fun. Well, it's up to you, mate. We can do it next Wednesday night. We won't have all the ins and outs, but we can give a bit of a guide as to who might be in or out or Thursday night if you want. And uh, yes, the finals will be starting a week early because there will be games next week that will yes. decide yes. that final eight and that Collingwood Carlton one. Wow, there will be a massive, massive crowd at the MCG for that one. So, do you, do you think it'll final be so- start next week, mate? In a do way, you think it, do you think it'll be a sellout? Oh, it'll be close. It's a hundred thousand. Yeah. It yeah, it fits in the MCG. It'll be close. I'm probably ninety. 90,000. Yep. And, and of that course, shows the people that don't follow AFL how big a sport it is with the big games. Right. And we are, we're two weeks away and we're not going to really delve into it right now, but uh, we're two weeks away, two weeks today from the start of the AFLW season. Uh, first game of the season uh, is coming up on the 25th of August, and that's Carlton and Collingwood. And of course, we have four new clubs coming into the, uh, the comp this year. Uh, two of them get to face off. On the 27th, Essendon and Hawthorne will be, play, be playing each other. So a lot of player movement. I am going to do a, uh, an AFLW preview episode. Uh, I need to do a little bit of reading up. I know there have been a lot of player movement that's taken place. A lot of folks have moved around uh, to different clubs. Um, so I don't have a clue quite yet who I'm going to be tipping in terms of winning <laughs> the grand final. I could just you know, say, hey, let's go ahead and you know, go with Adelaide because you know they won last year. But uh, I I don't know if that's going to be the case because their their uh, their engine that kind of made that club run has moved across town to her father's uh, home club, the Port Adelaide Club. So, Mick, it's been a lot of fun, man, this week. I, I like I said, I've 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 had a lot of fun doing this. I'm I'm hoping we can work out. I have to look at my announcing schedule next week. I know I st- start games next week, but I'm not exactly sure when yet. Um, but I will reach out to you. Any uh, closing words before we wrap up today? No, have a great weekend. And as always, kids, don't put your mouth guard in your sock when you're shooting for goal. It doesn't help. See you later, man. Have a great <laughs> All right. week. Take it easy. Now, I'm absolutely chuffed to have Mick with me on the podcast. It's a lot of fun talking with him. He's such a great fountain of knowledge and just joy about the game. And uh, remember, if you head over to my website, yankonthefooty.com, you can find everything you need with regards to the, the podcast. I do hope you'll consider signing up for the mailing list. If you love the show, I hope you'll leave a review over there as well. It lets me advertise it, if you will, to prospective listeners as well. Now, folks, check up on your friends. Look out for your neighbors. Make sure they're okay. Reach out. Give them a phone call. Because, you know, we're here for a finite amount of time and uh we need to make sure that we're okay and if if you need to talk to anybody and you don't know where to look check out the show notes because i have numbers for the u.s i believe the u.s canada and australia in terms of getting some help uh if you need to talk to anyone 
Now, folks, I do I can do continue and to ask and thank you for your kind words about the show. I, I love bringing this to you. I'm I'm recording in a different location today. I'm sitting up in the press box at the school where I teach because we have a football scrimmage coming up here in just a couple of hours. So I'm overlooking the field and uh, watching all of the things going on as we're getting ready to get started here. So, folks, again, thanks for the kind words. And as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 194 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget again that you can reach me at yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can find me at yank underscore on on Twitter, A Yank on the Footy podcast over on Facebook. You can find A Yank on the Footy on Instagram and look for my name, Craig Wessels, over on LinkedIn as well as on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. And please consider sharing the episode with your friends and family. And until next time, everybody, goodbye.